Mr. Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I am good. It's uh, it's another Monday in February. Um, we're that close to the end of February, so I'm, I'm feeling really good. How much eligibility do you have left? <laughs> I wow. Tell you what, you, uh, yeah, you looked at the warm-ups even, and I'm like, whoa, there's a lot of guys missing here, so... Yeah, it was. Uh, I yeah, I, and I honestly did not feel good going into that game. I mean, once once you knew L.J. Cryer and Adam Flagler were out, I don't think you could feel good about that game. But uh, they just went out and took care of business. It, it was, it, and you know what? And, and that's especially if I sat here and told you that they wouldn't get a three point basket until late in the right. second half. Are you right. kidding me? This is a guard oriented basketball team that had two guards. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of reasons to say why Baylor was going to lose the basketball game, but they, I mean, yeah. and again, they're up 21 late in the game. I mean, it wasn't even. I mean, it was they played outstanding. Yeah, I thought the, you know, even though you didn't, uh, you know, the two true guards, uh, you know, they had a really good ball movement. I thought, I thought. They, you know, uh, John Warner kept talking about them going inside. I thought they did it with penetration and stuff, and and the sharing the ball with uh, Kendall Brown, Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan. I, I I just thought they shared the ball real well, and uh, you know, I I don't know that they confused TCU or what, but TCU really had no answer for some of that. How does this team start managing minutes now? Well, you can't manage minutes, uh, you know, unless you get some of the guys back. I mean, I don't know how you can manage minutes when, uh, you know, when you only really have a rotation of six guys. I, I thought they did a pretty good job um, of it Saturday, just, you know, kind of bringing guys in and out, didn't play anybody, I don't think, you know, close to 40 minutes. So that part was good. Uh, you know, and at this point, um, with you still in the Big 12 title race, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, you push them as hard as you can. And I, I, I'm not saying you take off practice days, but because they really need the practice days, particularly with, you know, now another different rotation. Um, but I, I don't think you can push them much in practice, for sure. You talk a little bit about the chemistry on Saturday. We've seen it in the past, really early on in the season, between Akinjo and Brown, but those two were just completely locked in and on the same page Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I thought, uh, you know, that was that was the thing that got me. And I think that's how they won the game is that chemistry really between the six guys that were out there. I mean, I thought all of them really connected and, and you know, played well together. Uh, you know, I think uh, from the start, you know, the two freshmen have played well together. And Akinjo, I mean, he just he, he did not have a good night shooting. I think he was four or 15 or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. but, but he had eight assists. You know, that's that's huge. Um, you know, with really, you know, your main true scholarship guard. Um, and Bonner is scholarship, but he transferred from Division Two, So, you know, he's your main guy, and he's got to kind of run the show, and he did. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think, too, that, that connection uh, on Brown and, and Sohan, that's so huge right now, and they're playing so well. We, we were talking about – you know, Cryer and, and Flagler in their situation. I was a little surprised to learn that LJ wasn't going to play after he played in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Right, right. Yeah, I I was too. And, and I, you know, I guess it's a deal where I don't know if there was another flare-up in practice or if it's just a deal of, you know, it, is it not ever going to get, and it probably won't get 100% this year. 
Um, but, you know, I don't know if he, you know, regressed or what, but I, you know, honestly, I was surprised with both him and Flagler. When I heard that there were two guys, two more guys out, I wasn't sure who they were talking about because I was thinking maybe somebody else had gotten hurt in, in that rotation of six. But, um, yeah, I, it, it surprised me as well, Tommy, and, and who knows? I mean, you know, uh, Scott has talked all along about, you know, he doesn't know until he gets out there for practice who he's got. Um, you know, so hopefully he had, you know, I doubt that those guys did much yesterday, but, you know, maybe if, if they rested enough, they can play a little bit, uh, a little bit tonight against Oklahoma state. Yeah. And that's the other thing is the quick turnaround. Right. Right. Yeah. It's tough. And, and you're playing a team that, you know, re- really kind of took it to you last time here at home, um, you know, was up by like 18, 19 points in the first half and. Baylor came back and uh, and obviously made a game of it and had a chance there at the end. But, uh, yeah, this was a team that really, you know, just kind of came out on your home floor and kind of took it away from you. So, uh, and, and Oklahoma State has played well at times. This is not a bad basketball team. Of course, they can't get to the NCAA tournament. They're on probation this year. And, this, and that maybe motivates them even more. You know, they know the season is over um, at, at the Big 12 tournament. So, you know, they're putting everything into this. So I think they're going to be motivated as well. But I, I definitely think Baylor should be motivated tonight going on the road to, to face a team that really kind of handed it to you here at home. Jerry, what does this do to the Big 12 tournament for the Bears? Does it put more emphasis on the Big 12 tournament or less emphasis because maybe you need time to get your legs back underneath you uh, before you get into tournament play because you're probably not going to change your seating at that point uh, enough to, to matter? Or is it something where, hey, we've got to try to get this thing to gel a little bit before we get to the NCAA tournament? I, I just know the way Scott is that, like, if he's going to something, if he's going to a tournament, a game, he's going to want to win. But, yeah, I think probably would be better for them to rest. Because um, I think they would – I mean, you might disagree with me on this. I think they can get better in practice. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> practice. Um, but yeah, I think they can get better there, uh, and they could definitely use the rest. I mean, I don't know how much rest those two guys need. Uh, certainly even the other guys need some rest as well. So, uh, you know, you're not going to go in there and throw in the towel, but you know, I, I see that it would definitely benefit them if they took an early exit. Let's put it that way. Jerry, uh, from the hardwood to the diamond, it was not an ideal weekend for Coach Rod and the guys. The first 0-3 start since 2013. What were your takeaways from the, the series with Maryland? Maryland's good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll start there. I mean, they were a region finalist last year. I, I did not think they were going to be this good, but I did think they were really good. Baylor was not good. You know, they had some errors. Um, you know, pitching, they, they gave up uh, four runs in, the, in errors. You know, that was – that was kind of the, the story was particularly, uh, you know, Tyler Thomas, I thought, pitched really well, particularly after the, the first inning or first two batters. He gave up a double and a triple and then really kind of, you know, breezed through the rest of his time. So I thought Tyler was definitely a positive. Uh, and then Will Rigney on the last night was the, was the one that really caught your attention. It's a guy from Midway that you've been kind of waiting on. He's had some health issues and stuff. Six six guy that can really throw it. Um, and, you know, he gives up a homer on his first pitch, but then gets the next six guys, four strikeouts. I thought he looked really good. Um, but, yeah, they've got a lot of work to do, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's tough because you had seven of your returning – or seven starters returning. So you thought, you know, they would get off to a better start, you know, with the hitting and the fielding. Uh, 
but they really struggled at third base. I mean, I think uh, Esteban had like four errors um, in the in the series. So you know they got to get better there. Um, there's a lot of areas they got to get better. That's that's the only thing you can say coming out of that weekend. And, and I think that was the big uh, the big takeaway for Coach Rod was he was the disappointing thing for him was that it was the, the play of defense. I think, you you know, yeah. you're, you're going to swing the bat in some days and some days you're not going to swing the bat. I mean, that's just baseball, but you can play. I mean, it's, I think he was a little disappointed in their defense. Let's, let's jump back to basketball. Let's talk about uh, the Baylor women. Jerry, it seems, and I don't know, maybe I'm making this up, but it seems like it just, you know, here we go. We're going to play a conference game. It's going to be kind of tight at halftime and then watch this team turn it up a notch or two and watch them put people away in the second half. I mean, that's just – it just feels that way. Yeah, it's kind of been their blueprint lately, Tom. I, I don't know what there is to that. Um, you know, they just seem to not get off to great start. It's not like even a bad start, but you just kind of, you know, play with them. It's it's It almost looks like a cat and mouse thing. You know, they're just kind of playing with them for a half. Uh, and then in third quarter, they kind of turn it on. That's exactly what they did both times against TCU and, and then even West Virginia the game before. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of been their blueprint. I think you'd like to see them get off to a better start, uh, you know, but you're sitting here at 11-3 in conference and, and, you know, with a chance to win your 12th consecutive conference championship. And, and when they started 0-2 and, and probably should have started 0-3, right? Th- it, that certainly didn't look like that was going to be a possibility. I mean, the job that they've done over the last – 10 or 12 ball games is just remarkable. Yeah, they, you know, I, I agree with you. I, at 0 and 2 and almost 0 and 3, you know, seconds away from being 0 and 3, I did not like their chances of winning a conference championship. But they really have played well. I think that group has just played well together since then. Um, you know, obviously, Melissa Smith is, she's really played well all year, but Queen Egbo playing better, I think that's helped. Uh, you know, and then the guards knocking down three pointers. I mean, that's it's been a good combination. Um, and you got four games left. If you win those four games, you win conference championship. Because one of those four is Iowa State on the road uh, a week from tonight, actually. So you know, if you win those four, you win. And I, I like you said, I did not see that coming when they started the way they did. Final thought, uh, Baylor softball, they play Oregon, quality team. They win the first one, lose the second one. It's 3-3 into the seventh and the third one. They were down 3-1, got it to 3-3, and then you know uh, gave up the lead and, and lose the series. But uh, some things to build on for Glenn Moore's team. I agree. I, you know, I think if you'd – you know, if you'd gone in there, uh, you know, expecting to win more than one, uh, you know, you probably shouldn't have felt that way. Oregon's really good. I think they'll be, you know, um, certainly an NCAA tournament team and probably a team that winds up hosting. But uh, uh, they're good. And uh, But I thought Baylor kind of went toe-to-toe with them. Uh, it was great winning that first game. And, and like you said, they were right there in the game Saturday with a chance to, you know, win the series, and they just couldn't get it done. It was uh, it kind of snowballed on them, obviously, in that uh, seventh inning, and they just couldn't get out. You know, I mean, one, the, it started with a uh, dropped third strike, and it kind of went from there. So, yeah, it was a tough way to end, but I, I do think uh, winning one in that series was big. Uh, you know, and now you you know kind of go you go on the road, I believe, uh, to California this next weekend, and and they'll play a lot of good teams there. So it'll be interesting to see how they do uh, this weekend. Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. Hey, what do you got uh, for us in the uh, Baylor Bear Insider? I don't think there's any events this week. I, I think I get the week <laughs> off. Uh, 
right? We're, no, we were laughing. We've got five games on Saturday alone to broadcast. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy, but it's fun. You know, I like this time of year. You, you know, you do, you do get a little crazy going from one to the other, uh, but, you know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we'll have another uh, completely full week. And, and uh, Saturday, like you said, there's uh, both basketball teams here, both playing against Kansas, college game day here. So, yeah, Tom, it's going to be another fun one. There you go. Hey, Jerry, appreciate your time as always. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Jerry Hill.